All right, Second Timothy 3.15. We're studying the character of God. And um, we said, Second Timothy 3.15. We said, as from a child, that was known the only scripture who is able to make the wise unto salvation, true faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness, so that the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good work. We said the word perfect there is from the word atios. It implies to be fitted for, ready to function, to be adequate. It implies to be fitted for, ready to function, to be adequate. So it was used, and I said it was used historically for special training. And I said, the understanding of the Bible makes the minister of the gospel adequate. You must have a very rich understanding of the Bible. You must have a beautiful understanding of the Bible. Because, see, Paul wrote to Timothy, and in his writing to Timothy, he was explaining to Timothy and saying that Paul, he was writing to Timothy and saying, Timothy must be thoroughly furnished. And I said the word thoroughly furnished from the Greek word esatizo, it implies to furnish is ready, fulfilled, done. So, the work of the minister of the gospel is to contain for and precisely present the truth that is in Christ. To contain for and precisely present the truth that is in Christ is to contain for and precisely present the truth that is in Christ. His inability to do this can result to very great consequence, such as the believer having double-minded about his, having a double-mindedness in his mind about God. Once the problem starts with the preacher, just know that the members or the listeners would follow suit. Are you seeing it? Because the preacher of the gospel must contain for the truth. He must do a diligent study. Because if he, if, see, his inability to do that will result to like I said, a very grave consequence, such as the believer having double mind about his mind about God, which will affect his Christian worship and his growth spiritually. He won't be able to worship God properly. He won't even know what spiritual growth means. Do you know that with your study of God's word now and with the right knowledge you are learning, you can easily gauge your growth. But before, you came to the light of the gospel. They say, I want to grow spiritually. All that is in your head about growing spiritually will be, ah, I want to know God more. I want to be closer to God. I want to be attending church regularly. 
But now spiritual growth has moved to that popular. I'm as if we paid for spiritual growth series too. I'm gonna to do I'm gonna explain more. I just give us the basics and that's what is spiritual growth. And that's spiritual growth that we did. I just give us basics. Now that's why you look at in Second Timothy two verse fifteen. Second Timothy two fifteen. Paul told Timothy and said, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. He says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That word study is from the Greek word spudazo. Spudazo. It implies to be diligent. Spudazo is S P O U D A Z O. It implies to be diligent, to make an effort. So that is the essence of this book or the scriptures is an attempt to present God to us. Or let me say it this way the essence of this teaching, because I'm just about to start. This teaching, I've not started since. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just about to start. The essence of this teaching is to help you to see God as not mysterious. Is to present the revealed self or the revealed. No, I'll take that back. I'll say it this way. Is to help you to see God as not mysterious, but as somebody who he has who has revealed himself to man, and we just only need to find out how he has done so. So this teaching will help you to see that God is not mysterious. And God has actually revealed Himself to you. But you just need to find out how He did it. So, like I said in the first section, I said, all through the ages, the character of God has been um, the subject of debate. And it's going to be a debate, I mean, it's eternity. People will still keep debating and saying, can God do this? Can God do that? Can God do that? One of the things we are going to start doing from next year is a deliberate study. So I'm teaching this this year so that you can have an understanding because next year I think we should be able to do at least two sections or maybe one. We'll be taking it each year, every year. We'll pick it. Probably we'll pick, it, we'll pick a, a portion in Genesis or maybe we'll just pick something like did God do it so that it will clear your mind on so this series now will help you give you a preamble into those sections. So that when I'm teaching in that time now, there are certain things I might not say again because I expect that a good student will have listened to this series to help my work. Are you getting what I'm saying? So all through the ages, like I said, the character of God has been debate. And what may and look at something. A lot of things that men attribute, if you it's, it's like saying. What men cannot logically explain? You say, ah, it's God. Why is snow falling? 
till geography, you know, till tomorrow. Some people, are, some people still don't believe that weather forecast is real. <laughs> some people don't say no. It's God. God is still behind it. God can disappoint the weather forecasters. <laughs> so who don't believe it? No. Is it not God that is giving? God can decide not to make rain for tomorrow. Is it not God? And that's because they did not go to geography class. Because if they did, they would not think that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, you know, some of those still believe that. Some of those still believe that IVF is a sin. IVF, ah, uh, why should I be, be delivered through artificial insemination? Uh, that's the sin. The Lord said we deliver like the Hebrew women. Hebrew women. You know, there's one woman, I advised her. She has had about some misconceptions in the time, in, in time past, and she wanted to give birth. And she said she wants to give birth naturally. <laughs> I said, Ma, this will not work. Do you want to die? <laughs> he said, no. She said, I said, it is, God did, not see, God did not wash our, God washed our sins away. He didn't wash our brain. Just, <laughs> just, you've had misconceptions. Just deliver with tears. It's not a sin. Say no. God forbid. I want to carry my own child. I want to push. Okay. Push to your death. <laughs> because some people just need just knowledge. You know, Africans demonized CS as a sin. Like, if you do CS, you did not. Even if you take CS, it is not. If it, it is not. Um, it is not. It is a. You're not woman enough. Some people, some people, some people even demonize epidural. That if a woman take epidural, she did not. She's not a. She's not woman enough to give birth. I mean, technology has increased, science has advanced. Is there for us to take advantage of science? Is there for us? Is there for us to take advantage of science? You are fighting. You are fighting yourself. You know, there was a nurse. There was a nurse. There was a nurse I met. She said, she's never going to give birth to... She's never going to give birth naturally. She said, I'll just do two CS. She said, at least you can do two CS. And the two CS would move, would, would, would not harm me. Just take the baby out. I don't want to go through any push. She said, and they will stitch everything back. And five years, ten years, my stomach will be normal again. She said she's not ready. She told me, she said, I'm not ready to stretch myself. She said, Me, I will not be doing push, taking epidural, then epidural that now outside the face again. When I she said, No. But you know, if she go and say that in some religious circle, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, a, there's a belief, there's a strange belief system that believes that you should not do family planning. Yes. They said, No. Don't take contraceptives. Don't take this. 
do think that. Now, a child. Now, let's 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 let me ask let me ask a question. A, a child that is raped, don't know the father, don't know anything, and you say the child should not take contraceptive. Do you want the child to be miserable without a father? That is why a lot of people today are 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 born without purpose, without good upbringing. You can't take care of a child, but you know I heard the story of a of a of a man. He said, he said, they asked the man, ah, after like six children, person is now pregnant again. They say, ah, and they were living in a self-contained. You know what self-contained means? Self-contained just means it's studio apartment. Self-contained is studio apartment. So see a man, a wife with a studio apartment. Now let's use it as New York studio apartment. <laughs> and she's still pregnant of the seventh one. She said, do you know what she said? She said, ah, the Lord said in Genesis, be fruitful, <laughs> multiply, and replenish the earth. But the Lord did not say, the Lord did not say, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish in poverty. You cannot, even the two, two out of the children are not going to school, and you are fruitful, You see, now, now look at where now you can't blame that woman. It is a function of wrong Bible interpretation. If they have told her now that that Genesis one twenty six is not referring to giving birth, it just referring that it's just referring to the glory, the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the head as the waters covers the sea. If they explain it to her like that, <laughs> yeah, promise you, I'll give you birth to one. But you know, all in the, I'm not against, I'm not against praying for child. No, I believe it. I believe in miracle babies. I believe that there are some people that the natural things just can't detect. They've done everything in the natural. They've gone to the doctor. They've eaten everything and they just can't give birth. There are just some things that science has not, the level of science has still not got into what their problem can be. I believe that they could be prayed for and they will be healed. But you know, in the attempt to pray for them, you don't have to start saying, be fruitful and multiply. Just pray and say, in the name of Jesus, you are fruitful. Don't start quoting, now God be giving birth to triplet, quadruplet, all of those things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Except they say they want it and they have the financial capacity to <laughs> to undo it. <laughs> no. Some want it. There are some that love children. I mean, I, there's one woman in Indiana. She said, ah, may I have seed? Say, if it is left for me, I will give it to more. Yes. She said, say, say, I have seeds, but if it is left for me, I will give it to more. I like children. Yes, I really like them. I just want to see them around. Ah, they will not always be around, though. <laughs> they will not always be around, though. So, back to what I'm saying. A lot of things that people attribute and they cannot find the answer is God. Now, that's before. <laughs> In 2022, when knowledge has increased and you find some people telling you, it's power, it's, it's, there's a boom. There's, there's, there's a big bang. There's a bang theory. I don't know if you have met people like that who tell you there's a bang uh, that, well, how did the world come? It just came to a boom. 
Then, you know, I, I told one, I told one one time, if he came to a boom, who did the first boom? <laughs> How did the first boom came about? What's the of You will wait eternity. So, all through the ages, it has, the, that question has always been there. On. So, you, and you know you did it too. Things you can't explain naturally. Maybe when you were younger. Maybe you eat yourself on the toe. And you wonder, I just finished praying now. And why is my leg just, you eat your leg on stone. It's God, it's God, it's God. You don't say it's God, it's God. There are some things that are God. There are some things that are just natural circumstances. And there are things that are devil. You have to know how to differentiate it as a Christian. <laughs> a perfect example we will see is in the book of Acts. Acts 12. So, like I said, we need to be sure of the character of God. Now, I'm just starting my teaching. I'm just starting. Now, I just want to do introduction to my teaching. Hallelujah. Praise God. At 12. Look at Acts 12, verse 21 to 23. It says, are you there? It says that upon and upon a set day, Herod arrayed in a royal apparel, sat on his throne, and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a God and not a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eating of worms and gave up the ghost. <laughs> now, all of you are already looking like, ah, ah. <laughs> now, as you just read it in your mind, because he did not give God the glory. <laughs> the angel of the Lord smote him. He was eating of worms. I'm sure that's what is in your mind. <laughs> now, let's study. Now, it's vital for you to understand something. That the book of Acts, I've always told you that the book of Acts is a book of eyewitness, right? In Acts 1, verse 1 to 2, let's do a rundown. Acts 1, verse 1 to 2, it says, The former traitors have I made to you, fellows of all Jesus began to do and teach, both to do and teach. Anytime I read this thing, people's statement always stay in my mind, 2019. So I'm inviting you to Yeet Conference 2019. And I say, uh, just like, in Acts 1 verse 1, of all Jesus began to do and teach. I still have the video. <laughs> so he says, up unto this day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had been giving commandments unto the apostles and whom he had chosen. Now the phrase from authorities means letter or writing implies there was a first one, which obviously is the book of Luke. Because the writer was writing to the same person, Theophilus. If you read in Luke 1, Verse 1 to 3. Luke 1, verse 1 to 3. I'm going to explain this Luke very well. Especially this Luke 1, verse 1 to 3 very later on. Where it says, For as much as have taken in hand to set forth in declaration those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they are delivered unto us from the beginning, we are high witness and ministers of the word. I'm going to, just one day, not today, I'm going to explain this chapter, this verse 1 to 3 for you perfectly, like give you all the breakdown. Witnesses and the ministers of the world. It seemed good to me, having had a perfect understanding 
of all things from the first to the to write unto the, the other most excellent Theophilus. So Luke was saying that they delivered it unto him and he was. So the question I'll come to the mind is who were the ministers in um, verse in verse 2 where it says from the beginning we are high witness and ministers of the world who are the ministers there that, that would be one question that will come to your mind now john made um uh, john made uh, a, similar, a similar statement in john 21 john 21 verse 24 to 25 john 21 john 21 verse 24 to 25 John 21, verse 24 to 25. It says, This is the disciple which testified of these things, and those things which we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, in which if they should be written, everyone, I suppose, that even the word itself could not contain the books that is That's an exaggeration. <laughs> He made a similar statement in his epistles. John made a similar statement in his epistles. First John 1, 1 to 3. First John 1. First John 1, 1 to 3. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard and we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we've seen it and to bear witness, to show you the eternal life, which was the father and was manifested unto us that which we have seen and heard declare unto you that ye may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ peter also did the same in his epistle to second peter 1 16 second peter 1 16 second peter 1 verse 16 says it says for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we have made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we are eyewitnesses of his majesty. Since we are eyewitnesses of his majesty. So this can be inferred that the eyewitness Luke referred to in one, Luke 1 verse 2 when it says ministers of the world there were the apostles of Jesus. Do you get it? So who delivered to him the things that he wrote about the death, the Lord Jesus, his death, his incarnation, this the birth, this baptism, ministry, death, burial, and the resurrection of, and his ascension even into heaven in Luke 24, verse 51. So the entire book of Acts can be seen as an eyewitness. Are you getting me? It's something they saw, they've heard, and they wrote it down. So the documents during our narratives that is they were reporting an event documentations of a story or connected events that happened so what luke did was luke just got everything from eyewitness reliable source then he put them to writing he put all of them in a writing form and sent it to theophilus does it make sense so it implies that we cannot base our analysis solely on the book of Acts. I've always explained it to you because it is something they saw in it. And I told you that experiences, when you can't use experiences to explain God's word. You can't use experiences to explain God's word. Experiences is not, you can't use an eyewitness. You can't use human opinions. You can't use, I think, I, I think, I just, I just feel. 
I just feel that this is what the scripture is saying. No, you can't. <laughs> that's not that's how to explain the Bible. That's it. I think. I just, as I was just in my house, in my heart yesterday, the Spirit of God was just ministering the scriptures to me. No, you will read it. It is in your reading it, the Spirit of God will minister it to you. Even now, does the Spirit of God minister scripture to people? We will study those things later. As this can, so, like I said again, the book of Acts cannot, we can't base our analysis solely on the book of Acts. Because it can lead us to so many errors. Because a narrative many a times does not contain the explanation. It's just like I gave you in the last section. I, I gave you a narrative of that guy now who was writing to his, his babe. But put it online, right? You know that's a narrative. You don't know what they've discussed at home. But we, we are just carrying the story all about. And some people are carrying four stories. Are you seeing it? Just like some of you now in the service too, you were taking it and saying, she was saying, it's, it's a red flag, it's not, she's not beautiful. That's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. But it's because you are reading, now. when you read it in now, you read it to collect Rema. You read it, <laughs> you, are you read it with a mindset of what people have said? You know, many of you stumbled on the post because it went viral. Imagine it did not read go, go viral. You will have read it with an open mind. But imagine you have read you you read the conversation after you have read a critique. After you have watched people say, "Why will somebody tell me that I'm not the most beautiful?" Imagine I watched one of the videos of the critiques. Three or four women sat there and say, "If my husband tell me she is not beautiful, I'm quitting the marriage." Ah, <laughs> has he got it? To- <laughs> As he got it to that point, he said, I'm quitting the marriage. How is he? He, knew, he knew I was not beautiful before he married me. So why did he marry me when I know I'm not beautiful? So why should he be telling me that? So is he, does he mean that if he sees another, they not they doing a CGSs, in CGSs, priest? Ah! They're doing different, diff, different hermeneutic to the post. That simply means she's beautiful to me. But in the whole world, she might not be the beautiful. And that's the truth. Is that not the truth? Yeah. <laughs> but she, but the guy, has chosen to see her as the most beautiful. But you know what people write? She's not the beautiful one. She's not the most intelligent one. She's not the this, you know. So it doesn't always contain all the explanation. High witness does not always contain all the explanation. So you see, now, if you go and discuss it now, if you pick the story now, and you go and write a book, or just like those people did, they went to bring a news and they started debating. Now, in fact, you know the funniest thing, eh, guys? In, in, the, in, in one of the things I read or saw online about that detail, I found out that they read the post, they brought up the post on a screen, I read the post and they still did not see the context because of a mindset. I was watching them like this, like, ah, ah. I mean, I'm not a supporter. I'm, I don't even like the guy. I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the guy. It's not my business. I don't believe in what the guy does. What's my own? Uh, why would you just decide to, you like, just focus on relationship? You cannot solve the problem of human beings. Human, the woman, what I is at table, as one, what, 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 you know, 
<laughs> so I'm not I'm not the support, I'm not trying to support the guy. So don't go and think I'm endorsing the guy. No. <laughs> they read the post, but they read it without the context. That is how the book of art is. Now they took the story now. They took the story from Instagram, brought it to a studio now, and read it. So you see that it doesn't contain all the details. That is how the book of art is. They brought a story. Now, just like the story we just read now in Art 12. Now, you know, as I read the story, your mind first read the glory of God. Ghost. He gave up the ghost. The angel of the Lord smote him. Ah, ah you are wondering what's going on. Hold on. <laughs> so, the author, so it doesn't always contain. Um, it contains narrative many a times and does not contain the explanation. The author simply gave an eyewitness account of the things he saw or reliable information received from a witness or several witnesses. So now, let's have a careful study of the text. In Acts, Let's go back to the Acts 12. So when you read the book of Acts now, do you see that you... you you should hold on. You should be patient. Just like how you guys were just saying that just now. No? That about uh, uh, they should be patient. Now, so when you read the book of Acts now, one of the things you should do is what? Patient. You know, I taught you tongues beyond the day of Pentecost, right? And I explained to you what happened in Acts 2 as touching the... Do you know that? The answer was in Acts 2. Do you notice? Because Joel, Paul, Peter said, in the last days they will prophesy, Right? Prophesy tongues and interpretation. Are you saying that because you have not been patient to read it well? You don't say, no, they spoke in Japanese, they spoke in Taiwan. That's not what they did. Just be patient. Are you saying, read it again? This, like I said again, the scripture will not mean in 2022 what it never meant as at the time it was written. Are you getting me? It will never mean in 2022 what it never meant as at the time it was written. It will not. So, if you are reading the Bible, you must be sit, sit down. Let's say you are reading Corinth or Corinthians. You will sit down like the Corinthians church and read it. Okay, this is the problem they're going through. I'm going to teach you soon matters in Corinth. What, what happened in Corinth soon. Now, you sit down like them. Read it. Okay, this is what happened. This is what did not happen. This is what went wrong. Okay, it will help you understand it properly. What was going on? You know, last week Saturday, I told you to listen to this message I taught on. Are we ministers? Do you notice one thing I did? We first read about three, four passages. I don't know if you noticed. First, read about three, four texts. Then we now explained it in the context of how they saw it. How many of you saw it? Now, we now explained it in what was going on. And we're showing you that it was just persecution for the gospel. But you know, a lot of people would just take that text now and read it and just say, not forsaking, not forsaking, not, not forsaking, rejected. And they're using it for their boyfriend and girlfriend outbreak. Or the father did not give me shy support. <laughs> so, not forsaking, not, not rejected. <laughs> <laughs> no. So now ba back to our example. Now look go back to the heart solve. 
let's see in that so like i said i'm just starting with my introduction now look at in Acts 12 and immediately the angel of the lord Acts 12 let's see from verse 21 to 23 and upon a set day arrayed the royal apparel sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them and the people gave a shout saying this is the voice of god and not the man and immediately the angel of the lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eating of worms and gave up the ghost. You know, a lazy Bible interpreter now would just run with it and say, if he did not give God the glory, the angel of the Lord will smelt you. You know, that's, you see how problem starts today in the body of Christ. He doesn't say, brethren, Herod did not give God the glory. And what was the end? The angel of the Lord. So it is God. No, smotation. The, the end of, so it was God. So if you did not give God the glory or give God all the praises, God himself will deal with you. You will go through smotation. <laughs> Shamaka's English 2022. <laughs> so, they assumed that God struck him dead because he did not give God the glory. That's the same thing you two assumed when you read it too. But the truth is, if this mindset is true, then there will be no one alive today. Have you thought about it? Is it every time you give God the glory? <laughs> the something I'm going to teach you tomorrow when I teach you the culture of giving. And I'm going to explain to you that everything you have is God that gave you. Everything you have is God who gave you. So why are you not giving God the glory? <laughs> so if the mindset was true, <laughs> like I like I explained in the first session, and I said, imagine someone like Chamaka was God. Chamaka give you it with she. Even though you paid and you not give God the glory. Hope you know, boom. Smotation. <laughs> <laughs> Smotation, doom, you are doomed. Noah will have been long gone. <laughs> Abraham and Kredi, they will have been forgotten. <laughs> but Pastor will have gone. Pastor will have sleeping in the same oh, bed. will have gone. You, 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 you shifted smotation. Uh, so, in, we, because we think, human beings think like man for God. You just think God is a man who is just... Hmm. They assume God struck him dead because he did not give God the glory. That's what they assumed. So like I said again, if this mindset was true, then there will be no one alive today. No one will be now. Since at one point or the other, everyone could have implied... So Do you know that you would have implied in your words, in your thoughts? Some even in your subconsciousness. That God was responsible for every evil thing that happened to you. Hope you know. Hope you know. Some of you would have been, they did not give you visa. It's God. God did not want me to travel at this time. I followed somebody to the embassy last year. Maybe she released it to this. <laughs> she said, maybe it's not God's time. I said, they just did not give you visa. It's not about God's time. <laughs> It's not God's time. In fact, there was only one person they gave visa that day. So, <laughs> I said, 
go ask that sister what she did. So she found out that the person has certain documents that every other person did not have. It was that so simple. So I said, it's that simple. Don't go and say, it's gonna know. So, because that will be inconsistent with God's character. If you say, oh, it's because he did, not, he did not give God the glory. That's why God smote him. That will be inconsistent with God's character. That will be. That will, that will be inconsistent with his character. Like I said, this series is what? Preamble, right? To what? God do it. So, is cons- incons- so th- that's inconsistent with God's character. Another perfect example in the scriptures of man's conception about the character of God will be in John 9. Go to John 9. Another, another, let's see another example of the way man thinks. <laughs> this one is very funny. Of the way I want everybody to go there. Man, John 9. Of the way human being thinks. Look at John 9, verse 1. Are you there? He says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his bed. And his disciple asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? <laughs> this man or his spirit? That he was born blind. Are you seeing that? Till tomorrow, you and I still think that way. That ah, he was just born blind. And the, and the disciple was saying, Master, ah, who did you offend? <laughs> Is it? Look at what they, look at what they asked. They said, "Who did see? Who sinned? Who was the person that caused it?" Is it? Is it this man? Somebody that was born blind. How does he want to sin? <laughs> Is it this man? His parents. <laughs> look at verse three. Jesus said, "Neither had this sin nor his parents." What are the work of the Lord? May be made manifest. And now, a lot of people will read it and say, God deliberately, God, people will now read this one and say, God deliberately made him blind so that he will heal him. <laughs> because, because, you know, Jesus said, so that the word of God will be made manifest, the works of God will be made So I say, God made him blind so that he will not. <laughs> you know, I was saying something in, in, um, in, in the first or second session, I said, God is not that thing I said in Yoruba. Ajiko Akpako. Ajiko Akpako means kill one and raise one up. God is not using our souls to do test and trial. I don't say, I beg, I'm tired of this one today. Just leave the earth. God is not like that. You know, the, imagine all the exigencies that Jesus would have done with them in the Old Testament, in everything. They are still asking, ah, God, oh yeah. Who sinned? <laughs> is it this man? Oh, Somebody that was born blind? How did he want to sin? Are you seeing the mindset? Or his parents? <laughs> if people said his thoughts, maybe he sinned in his thoughts. <laughs> you know, we still, let, let's not bring it to today's world. People that, I'm not, no shades to people like that now. People that live in, live in homes that, they are mentally derailed, or how do they say it? They're just mentally retarded. You know, 
you just so, some of you just feel some of you just feel ah uh -uh, who sinned? Is it them or their parents? Why did they come back come out this way? Do you know that? Health has explained it to us that many of times the reason why some of them are born that way is probably because of the mothers, the mother did not take care of them well when they were in childbirth. Some some fact of thing explaining to us. But you know that if you go to the hospital, they will give you certain explanations on why things like that happen. Or oh, okay, this, this, that. Now it's to tell you that God is not involved. Because if it is, okay, let's say God made them like that so that somebody will yield them. Then God is a wicked God. Why would you have to punish them all through their life so that you will now wait for one day where you will show your glory? Then God is wicked. But God is not. Are you seeing it? They were asking questions. Now, let me tell you what, let me tell you where that their question came from and where your own, where you start where your own question came from there is a prevalent belief that sin make people sick and that is how the jewish think we're going to study there's only ah, shit there's so many things i'm going to teach, teach you but let's take let's take this series first then we'll start approaching other ones <laughs> now that's the way the Jewish people think that, ah, if something is wrong with this person, he must have done something wrong. If he's sick like this, ah, <laughs> he has offended the gods. <laughs> he has done something wrong. And you know, we still have, Africans still have that thing till tomorrow. When if something happened to you, you say, who did you offend? Your village people. You know, they don't say, ah, it's village people. It's village people that is, maybe, maybe something, maybe you just had a terrible day. You just simply had a terrible day. Just a terrible day. Things did not just go in the proper way. It's just, it just was just a terrible day. But you say, ah, maybe my village people are following me. Maybe my <laughs> people that don't want me to succeed. You just always, and you know, that thing is a subconscious mentality of man, always blaming man. Just like Adam. It is the woman you gave me. <laughs> Man always just want to put the blame to somebody. You just always feel like so, somebody is behind something. <laughs> and you know the funniest thing? They don't always point the devil. The devil is always innocent in this thing. But it's, there's always one human being behind the situation. So it's the Jewish that thinks, the Jewish believe people think that sickness is as a result of God punishing man for their sin. That's how Jewish people think. So when the Jewish man is sick like this, they say, ah, you sinned. God is punishing you for your sins. Look at in Psalm 103, verse 2 to 3. Psalm 103. One of the things this series will do is to make you have questions. It's get you, going to get you to think. So the, you, you will have, it's a journey. And your journey will be sorted out in the reason. Did, did God do it? Many of your questions will sort of in that street. But you, your questions, you, some of your questions will be answered now, but anticipate. <laughs> One, Psalm 103, verse 2 to 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. Who forgiveth all 
thy iniquities, who heal all thy disease. So if this is true, then everybody should be sick at the same time. Because if you sin, then you should sick. You should be sick. Then the whole world should be sick. Should be sick. <laughs> we will all be in the same world with no doctor to be able to treat anyone. Because even the doctor too is a sinner. <laughs> Romans 3 verse 23 For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God Romans 5 verse 12 For in Adam oh, For death reigns from Adam to Moses <laughs> Now Jesus responds Made a clear distinction between what God does And what the people think In verse 3 Let's go back to that John 9 In verse 3 He said, let's go back to that John 9. He says, in, in that verse 3, he says, that the work of God may be what? Made manifest. But you know what, it, what Jesus first did? He cleared their mind. What Jesus did was, neither has this man sinned, nor his spirit. So the first thing he did was, to clear their mind. God does not make people sick because of sin. I will say it again. Everyone listening to me, God does not make people sick, people sick because of sin. So why are people sick today? God is not involved. So you see why you should heal more? God is not involved. Now, if you read verse 3 in isolation with verse 4, it could be misleading that, like I said again, that the reason why the man was born was so that the work of God will be made manifest. No. You can mislead it. You have been thinking, God decided to make the person sick so that the work of God will be made manifest. <laughs> now, it's, something is very key to know that, like I, I've always told you, the Bible is not written in, it's not originally written in chapters and verses. The translators from the original language were the ones that put them in chapters and verses. So this implies that the author expected their audience to read the whole book together. Failure to do so will result to so many erroneous beliefs and practices. If you can't read the whole scripture together, you would just pick a verse and run with Just like I showed you in that heart 12. If you do not read the book together and have proper understanding of the scripture now, you just say, if, if, if you fail to give God the glory, smotation follows you. God, if you just take verse 3 now without reading everything together now, you just say, the reason why people are born blind. In fact, I've preached this when I was much younger. Thank God there was, not, there was, nothing, there was no recorder to record it. <laughs> God deliberately makes certain things. All in the name of, we are explaining the power of God. Because we like power of God those times. We say, ah, why do you think those people are sick? God made them sick, so you got hit them. <laughs> ah, I was wrong. All in the name of power of God, power of God. God, why, why, why is that person blind? So that you will heal them. So that the work of God... Will shine through you. I will, not, I will not join one scripture like, let your light so shine. 
that men may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So, the Lord made it like that. So that men will see your good work and glorify him. Everything all points to him collecting the glory. Ugh, you don't want to see my rev. You don't want to see my revelations. <laughs> but that was wrong. Failure to do that will result to much hotbeds of erroneous beliefs and practices. Now, so in reading, let's in reading verse 3b, let's read verse 3b now into 5. You know, there's a colon. There's a colon. No. Guys, there's a colon. So let's read verse 3b. But the works of God may be made manifest in him. I must work the work that, of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man walketh, when no man can walk. As long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. Guys, in other words, sickness is the work of darkness. Jesus is explaining, look, let's read it again. Take your mind off, neither has this man seen nor his parent. There's a colon. It means, now read on, read another statement. Now, let's read that statement down to verse 5. But the works, but that the work of God should be made manifest in him, and must work the work of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man walk. As long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. In other words, sickness is the work of the darkness. Light is Jesus' work. He says, this is the work of God in that sent me. That is, and now what is the work of him that sent me? To you, the sick is God's work. So Jesus, in essence, was totally exonerated, totally exonerated God from the wily notion that he inflicted people of sickness because of their sins. No, he, he totally excluded that. Sickness, therefore, is an oppression of the devil. And God's character, or let's say in that context of the scripture, God's work is to heal the sick and not to make the man sick for any reason. So you see what Jesus did now with them is, he told them and said, ah, neither has this man seen though, no experience. But see, guys, he's already sick. I have come to do the works of him that sent me. What's the work of him that sent me? To heal the sick. Does, it, does that make sense to you now? So, was, it, was, was God saying, was Jesus telling them, guys, I am the one that caused the sickness so that my work will be made manifest. He doesn't say, the guy is not, is not, his, is not him, neither is he his spirit. <laughs> but what I have to do, done must be done. And what was I doing? He has to get well. Are you seeing it? It's like saying you ask me a question now and I say, no. And I did not tell you, this is the direct answer. And I just say, no. But let's focus on our study back. Are you are you are you understanding what I'm saying? That's basically what they say. No, it's not this one. But see, guys, he's already sick. I have to yield the person. Look at in Acts 10, verse 38. Acts 10, verse 38. Acts 10, verse 38. It says, How Jesus, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. 
away the bow. So God's work is to do good. Hope you know bad is sickness. Guys, hope you know bad is sickness. So can God be in charge of the bad? So if he is doing good, he can also be doing bad. Are you getting me? So his work is to do good. And look at this. How God and another who went about with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and leading all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Was he oppressing those that were already oppressed? <laughs> they said he was oppressing, he was healing those who were oppressed of the devil. He can't be doing the devil's job now. God can't be God and be doing what the devil does. Somebody has to be God, somebody has to be devil. <laughs> Are you seeing it? So he can't be doing God can't be taking initiatives from the devil. But you know what we think? We have intertwined God and the devil as one in our subconscious mind. He does good. He kills. He, he does bad. He gives people sickness. That is the work of the devil. So if God is doing the work of the devil, then God is the devil himself. Are, are you getting me? If you understand this to this point, let me see your hands. If he's doing the work of the devil, then <laughs> the same God we serve is the same devil. <laughs> but he is not. Another example is Luke 9. Look at Luke 9, verse 51. Are you, are you enjoying this? Luke 9, verse 51. Luke 9, verse 51 to 56. Luke 9, verse 51 to 56. He says, and the time comes to pass, and it came to pass, when the time was come up, that he would be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers before his face, and they went, and he entered into the village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, and they did not receive him, because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem, and his disciples James and John saw this and said, Ah, they rejected our man of God. <laughs> That's what they say. He owe, he owe God. They are rejecting him. Look at what they say. Ah, do you know the way like, Ah, Lord, without that we command fire <laughs> to come <laughs> to come <laughs> to consume them. Even as Elijah did. <laughs> They rejected you. And you are not ready to fight. So we'll just live quietly. <laughs> you know, they will have been telling, they will have been doing like Chiamaka. You are too calm, you are too gentle. <laughs> but Jesus, you are too gentle. Can't you call down fire? Like Elijah did. So Luke was recording that Jesus was not received. And his disciples made an interesting statement. And do you know that people are still using this statement in tomorrow? Oh, where is the Lord God of Elijah? No, it doesn't, that's not how they say it. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Let your voice roar like thunder. <laughs> Why are the enemies oppressing me? Die! Interpreter will always say, Ku, Ku, Ku. Ku in Yoruba means die, 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 die. Are you seeing that you are walking with the devil? 
Now, people are still doing it till tomorrow. And you know, you still do it too. Let me show you how. <laughs> you go and preach. The person rejects you. You are suddenly angry. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> now you don't know you do it. Why you do it? You go and preach somewhere. Jesus was on a mission. They, they did not re receive him. And Jesus said, Ah. Hey. <laughs> After all our prayer. After all our fasting. <laughs> this is what we see. Now, they were doing what Elijah did. Look at the second Kings. I think I've thought this before. I just Second Kings. Look at Second Kings. Second Kings. Second Kings one. Look at Second Kings one. Second Kings one, verse ten to fourteen. Are you there? Look at it. It says, "And Elijah said, I said to them, and said to the captain of the fifty. And he went up to them, and behold, he sat on the top of the hill, and he came." To unto him, that man of God, the king has said, Come down. And in that answer, I say to the captain of the fifty, If I be a man of God, you know, we still use that, those statements today. If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. You know, there's this guy too, this man too, they used to call him Daddy Elijah because. He has not given birth to it. In fact, the wife was not pregnant. But because he was judgmental. You know what they call judgmental? Every time he gets to the pulpit, everyone knows this man I'm talking about. Anytime he went, Abraham to we do Jesus. <laughs> Abraham to, anytime he gets to the pulpit, if I be a man of God, he's not the real pastor. <laughs> he's, just, he's just an associate pastor. If I be a man of God, oh, join us, man. let fire come down. Ah, when he has done it so much, he every time he gets to the pulpit, every, everything is just like Elijah. <laughs> just like Elijah. Elijah became his mentor, just like Elijah. So everybody just started calling him Daddy Elijah. <laughs> so he had no, he had no choice. When he gave birth to a child, he named the child Elijah. <laughs> so he calls the child a child of prophecy. How is that prophecy? <laughs> how? <laughs> how just they looking like God? Look at how men are wallowing. <laughs> he said, you might be a man of God. <laughs> Tony knows this as he too. Let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And there came down fire from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. <laughs> and he asked, again, he said unto him, the captain of 50 with his 50. And he answered and said unto him, O man of God, thus has the king said, come down quickly. And Elijah answered and said, see, Elijah does not have time. Elijah responds with fire, come down. <laughs> the simple thing they said is, come down. 
Five be a man of God, let fire fall. <laughs> so imagine you call me now and you wake me up. And I say, Why did you wake me up? Let fire fall. <laughs> you know, you let's say you, like you, you came late to pick me today now. I said, Why did you come late? Let fire consume you and your car. If and I tell you, if I be a man of God. <laughs> Let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And the fire of God came down from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. Look at the verse 13 again. And he sent again the captain of the third fifty and his fifty. And the court captain of the fifty went up. Look at look at this one. Though. The top captain of the fifty went up and fell on his knee before Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> you know Elisha was what? You know, Elisha, children were making jest of his ear. And he said, let beer come out. <laughs> Devoid. So you it's just like you make jest of your pastor and I say, your voice does not sing. And I say, your voice remain crooked for life. <laughs> That's, you know they did it. It's like saying, Elijah, Akpari, Akpari. <laughs> Akpari means bald-headed, bald-headed, bald-headed. I, you know, children are naive and young. I just wanted to make jets. And I say, let the beer come out from the bush. And beers came out and finished them. Oh, you don't know? You've not read your Bible? Oh. <laughs> so he's to tell you where Elisha is learnt it from. Elijah, look at it. And he came to fall on his knees and Elijah besought the man and said, Oh man of God, I pray thee, let my life and the life of this <laughs> Wait now, let my life and the life of these people, these 50, thy servant be precious to thy side. Behold, there came fire down from heaven and burnt up. So you see, Elijah does not accept sorry. But you know, that's the perspective of people. You know, now, this is Elijah, but you know, people have turned this to God and say, God is a God of vengeance. I'm going to teach you what that means. The God of vengeance. The God of fire. 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 He says, I pray thee, let my life and the life of this 50 be precious to thy side. Look at verse 14. Elijah, I'm sure Elijah must have been looking. And just said, Behold, there came down from heaven. And burnt. This one, you know, fire did not come, this one. Despite the begging. Fire did not come down. This one, it was burnt. <laughs> and burnt up the two captains of the former 50 and their 50. Therefore, let my life be precious to their side. And the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him. He, he, he took, Elijah was just, If the angel, the Lord, if the Lord, the Lord, I ain't doing anything, you just feel to be burning. <laughs> just, you know, so imagine that's, you know, that, that's, you know, I saw, I saw, there was a time, I think two, four years ago, a post was trending on, 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 on social media of what a particular man of God said. He said that um, your parents can cause you, nothing will happen. Your 
teacher can cost you, nothing will happen. He said, but if your pastor calls you, <laughs> then he said, go and look at Elijah. <laughs> ah, you are done for. No, I believe it. But, <laughs> should the pastor even cause? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, look at Elijah's life now. Just imagine Elijah was your pastor. <laughs> Smotation. No, just imagine you just dishonor Elijah. <laughs> so the truth is, this would have been regarded now as the work or the heart of God. Now, people will read this now and say, this is God. Ah! Like I told you about that day, Elijah. Always remember this story. Always let this story stay down the memory lane. Anyway, we are not taking this story out of this message for life. It was steady. <laughs> Remember, every small day, fire, fire, fire. As he gets to the fire, everybody shall fire. Ah. In fact, his church today now is fire. <laughs> I remember my mother telling me, Che, you want to go? Me? Fire. Fire. Uh, there's some circles. There's some circles. Places you don't enter. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people think that's the heart of God. I told you a story some years ago. A woman came, shared a testimony, and said, Brethren, we prayed in church yesterday that the power of something, maybe our father's house or our mother's house that is doing us, we die. And brethren, lo and behold, last week Friday, my mother in law died. Praise the Lord. And you know, See, I kid you not, everybody shouted hallelujah, everybody was rejoicing. You know what they call rejoicing? Everybody was doing it. <laughs> ha! Ah. I like what you said, they are all murderers. They are, they, you know, we, we have, it's just that they are not using Regal. But they are just murderers. Now, so this would have been regarded as the work or the heart of God under the law. And that mindset explains to Jesus, explains why Jesus asked, why Jesus' disciples, sorry, asked him to permit them to do the same thing. They did not receive us. Ah. Uh, call down fire on their head, Joe. You know, they've read it. Their Bible is. The old the scriptures, they've read it. Some of them would have. So you see why Peter did not still renew his mind in Ananias and Sapphira's case. You chose to lie to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Your husband is down there. <laughs> and they fell down. The Bible says that they fell down and died straight. I will explain what, all of those things in the God doing series. So, under the law, that mindset explains why Jesus' disciple asked him to permit them to do the same thing, which is to destroy people with fire. Because they did not receive Jesus, the anointed one. Why would you? And you know, some of you know, some people still used to have that mentality. I, I preach the gospel here, they did not receive me. Fire. 
fire. Look, so look, look, let's go back to our Luke 9. Luke 9. Let's go back to our Luke 9. Are you, are you learning something? There's so much to learn. Oh. Luke 9, verse. Luke 9, verse 55 to 56. He says, And he turned and rebuked them and said, Know ye not? Let's start from verse 54. Remember, he said, And disciples of James said, Lord, without command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just like Elias did. And he turned and rebuked them and said, Ah, ah, know ye not what manner of spirit ye are of. Look at verse 36. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's life, but to do what? See, now, preachers will read this. You know, it will be dishonest. Now, Guys, listen. I mean, if you agree with me that it will be dishonest to read this scripture and still and still go and have an Elijah ministry. I don't know if you agree. It is pure dishonesty <laughs> to read what Jesus. If if you have King James Bible, it is in red letter. <laughs> it says the Son of Man came not to do what destroy men's life. So that is, God can never be behind. In this series, we are going to study what, you know, in that Elijah story, it said the angel of the Lord did that. We still saw another instance in Acts 9, Acts 12, where it says the angel of the Lord. We're, still, we're going to study that thing in this series. So for, so for the soul of man, is not come to destroy men's life, but to, re, but to what? To save them. The word rebuked, it says, and he rebuked them. The word rebuked there is translated from the Greek word epitimao. Epitimao. E P I T I M A O. E P I T I M A O. Epitimao. It was used 29 times in the New Testament book of the Bible. And it is a word that means or implies to censure, to charge strongly. It's also used in the negative. It is, used, it is always used in the negative. Like to shout, stop it! So you see, Jesus must have shouted. Jesus must have, you know, it's, it's to shout strongly. He? No, you know what man of spirit you have? Like, who after everything I've been teaching you? Are you seeing it? To charge strongly. It's always used in the negative. Jesus used the same word for demons and the wind in um, Matthew 8, 8 verse 26. Look at Matthew 8 verse 26. Let's see how Jesus used that word in Matthew 8 verse 26. You know, scripture must explain scripture. Are you seeing it? Matthew 8 verse 26. Let's see how Jesus used that word. And he said to them, Why are you fearful? O ye of little faith. And he arose and did what? Rebuked the wind. So you see the word rebuke now. He must have commanded him, stop now. And the sea, and there was a great calm. Look at it, Matthew 17, verse 8. Matthew 17, verse 8. Jesus used that word in Matthew 17, verse 8 also. So we can simply say he used the word in Matthew 8, verse 8. It says Matthew 17, verse 8. Look at what he said in Matthew 17, verse 8. He said, Matthew 17, verse 18, sorry. Not it. And Jesus rebuked 
mocked the devil and he departed out of him. And the child was cured that very hour. So Jesus rebuked the devil. So he must have said, Come out! He charged, he charged strongly. So Jesus rebuked. So Jesus could rebuke the intended action of the disciples with so stainless. He must have been very stained. So it means that the actions of Elijah in the destruction of the opponents in that second Kings that we read would have equally be rebuked. So it means that Elijah should not have done that. Why should Elijah be killing people? So it means that Elijah was wrong. Destroying men's life. So Jesus responded and said, Know ye not, in that 55b now, he says, Know ye not what manner of spirit ye are of. He says, For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's life, but to save them. In other words, just like he did in John, 5, John 9, that we read, that John 9 where it says the work of God, Jesus distanced God from the destruction of, the, of people's life based on their conduct. He distanced God. So what Elijah did was not the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God saves life and does not destroy them. How many of you agree now? It saves life, it does not destroy. So imagine how long the Jews have heard that view that Elijah's act was the act of God. Why would they not think that sickness also is of God? Are you seeing it? So you see how the Jewish take their ah. You see, that's why when the pandemic came, people are thinking it was the character of God too. God gave us the sickness, something that started in China. If he gave us the sickness, then why did he give us the cure? Why was there a cure? Why was there a vaccine? Are you getting what I'm saying? He can't be God. So, the fact that a belief system has been prevalent and accepted by many does not make it the truth. Are you getting me? See, the whole world can believe a lie. <laughs> your father, your father's father, your generation can believe that something is not true. And that still doesn't make it the truth. A lie is still a lie. Or God's word or the truth is always defined by God's word. The truth is always defined by God's word. The truth is always defined and is only defined by God's word. So, back to Job. Back to our Job. You know, we started Job in section 1. <laughs> Job also thought like this too. He had a wrong mindset about the character of God. It was obvious that later in his life, everything he knew about God were rumors. The different things he heard from people. Remember, in that same book of Job, you know, his friends spoke. His wife spoke. <laughs> different people spoke. This colored Job's mind and affected his thoughts. It affected his word. You know, it is what you think of, you will see. 
it affected his action. You just suddenly be finding yourself burning sacrifices too. So that's why Job said in Job 42 verse 5, I have heard thee by the hearing of the ear. And I say, but now my eyes see thee. So, the statement of thee by the hearing was translated from the Hebrew word Shema, which refers to rumor. So, Job's perspective about God from chapter 1 to chapter 42 was founded on rumors. <laughs> 42 chapters on just rumors. But you know what? Today, human beings read it. Christians read it as, hey, brethren, look at Job. God tested him. The sickness you are going through today is as a result of a test. The, the problems you are going through, God is testing you. Stay faithful with your test. Ensure you don't cause God so you don't die. <laughs> you will come out. Remember, James told us, there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. It says, for God does not faint any man. So, Job had very little information about God. So, today, Christians are still like that. Christians are still like that. You just feel, ah, okay. You know, different opinions. Someone just wake up and tweet something and just say, um, they just tweet something to you. Just say, okay, um, let's go. I believe it. Or TikTok. Or this. Or that. Or that a popular preacher said it. You know, that's another thing that's trending. But that pastor said, like I said, the whole world can believe something and that's a lie. The truth is only found in God's word. Are you getting me? Job found out that all, I showed you that the Hebrew word of the of D by the hearing in that Job 42 refers to rumors, Job 42 verse 5. So Job's perspective about God from chapter 1 to 42 was founded on rumors. That is, he had very little information about God. So you see that, even in Luke 9, Jesus rebuked, eh? do you know what rebuked me? He, he, he spoke with more sternness. He was very stern. Is that word right? More sternness. He <laughs> was very stern. He says, know ye not what manner of spirit he of? For the Son of Man is not come to destroy man's life, but to save it. So, can God be behind destruction? So, let, let's, even if we are not, we still do more studies, because we still do another section, and or many other sections. If I thought we are not even doing any section again, look at this verse, look at this verse. It says, the Son of Man came not to destroy. So, let's pick the pandemic as a case study. Did God deliberately want to destroy men and say thousands of these people will die or millions of these people will die. That can't be God. 
Are you seeing it? It can't be. You know, the funniest thing is, this is not the first time pandemic is happening in the world. It happened in the Bible days. Leprosy was a common one in the Bible days. It has happened in the early 90s. So you think God just wake up one morning and just want to have a global shutdown? No. The Son of Man has not come to destroy man's life, but to save it. Hallelujah. Did that bless you? Let's take a break.